Welcome back to the second part of our exclusive three-part interview featuring Grant Cardone. Today, we're diving deeper into the 10x rule and principles, how to avoid critical business pitfalls, navigating the real estate market, and mastering the art of networking. Stay tuned as Grant and I continue to reveal more golden nuggets that will fuel your success. Welcome to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. Have you ever wondered how people succeed in real estate and what steps they took to get there? If so, this podcast is for you. Your hosts, Sayla and Eileen Prack, interview top experts in the real estate community to share with you their real estate journey and how they achieved massive success. Our goal is to provide you with valuable real estate resources and to help you apply it to your own real estate goals. So you mentioned the 10x, and that's a phrase that a lot of people use today. And so it's very well known, like 10x your life, 10x your business. So for you, (laughs) so for you, Grant, when did you decide that you wanted to 10x your life? And when did you, (laughs) when did you believe that you could actually do the 10x? And how did you not think that, you know, too big is too big, like you can do it? Well, when I realized that I had to 10x, not, it's like when I had to clean up. Okay, 10x is not an option. People have to think in bigger orders of magnitude. All you got to do is look at all your friends, family members. 67% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and it's getting worse. So whatever people are thinking right now is not working. I'm going to work and be happy is not working for most of population earth. Nor is it working for most Americans. The idea that you're going to have a house, two kids, put a picket fence around it and have a couple of BMWs and you're going to be happy is failing most people. So this idea of big think is not a choice or an option. It is a must. So for me, I have to 10X. I don't have a choice. I know if I don't 10X, I'm going to get squashed. I will get reduced. I'll get pummeled by the forces that be. During 2008, 9, and 10, we heard a term that was new to most of the world, which was too big to fail. That's where I came up with the 10X rule. I wrote a book called the 10X rule after I heard too big to fail too many times and realized, oh, dude, dude, they're telling you what you need to do. The hack is get too big to fail. And that's when I realized if you want want a legacy, if you want to really take care of your family, if you really want to take care of your church, if you really want to make a difference, you have to get monster big. And everything everything, uh, smaller than that is going to be punished. And I know your audience is going to listen to this and say, nah, man, I don't need all that. Yes, you do need all that. Because if you don't get all that, your retirement account's going to disappoint you. Your IRA, your 401k, your social security, your unemployment is all going to let you down. Uh, there's 32 million small businesses in America, 6 million new small businesses every single year in America. 90% of them fail within five years. Okay, it's a disaster. Uh, the 64% of all small businesses have no employees and make no money. Most people that work in small businesses as owners would make more money working for another company. That's a fact. All those are facts. So what is that? What is that? That the average American doesn't have 5,700 bucks in an account and half of America has zero. Why? Because we're playing a game that's too small. You can't win at a game that's too small because there's no victory. Las Vegas was built on small players, not whales. They are terrified of whales. That's why they have the the table limit. The table limit is there to make sure the casino never get bust out. 
The casino is built on the backs of little people with little, little ideas. And the whole planet's a casino. So who wins on this planet? The big thinkers and the big doers are the only winners. And now that you guys know, your viewers now know, they just heard it. Shame on you if you continue to play a small game because you're going to be punished. I think also part of it is, I think you mentioned it earlier too, it's getting comfortable and staying comfortable with where you're at. Yes. It's 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 feeling comfortable with where you're at because this is what I know. I know I can you know continue on this lifestyle because it's I'm good at it. Um when we also look at that and we lower our expectations and we just set a ceiling for ourselves, sometimes the fear kind of sets in too of thinking bigger of if I go bigger, I'm going to fail. I'm not going to see, succeed. How do you get past yeah. that? How do you start thinking, you know, when is it too big? When is it too big? Or how can I start achieving that? Like, how do I pursue that and yeah. not fail in what I want to achieve and attain? Well, you need you need you need to get my superpower. Okay? <laughs> can you share that? <laughs> yeah, I can share it. The superpower is don't quit on the goal. If you don't quit on the goal, you will achieve the goal. End of story. Full stop. If you do not quit, if I decided to become president of the United States and I did not quit and was willing to throw the funds, do whatever I had to do. I mean, only, you know, then I'll get there some way, some shape, some somehow if I don't quit and I don't die prematurely, um, I could do that. I, I tr 100 percent believe that anybody, anybody. Now, are there situations? Yeah, there's those guys in, in the Gaza Strip right now. There are people in Israel right now. There's people in Ukraine right now. Be like, OK, man, they, you know, you, they got to get out of there first. So I understand that. Right. If you're making two grand a month right now and you're barely getting by, the goal is, okay, 10x that target, 10x where you are. That's the target. I'm going to get to 20 grand a month. Now, what do I got to do to get to 20 grand? You might have to quit the job you're in. You might have to learn a new skill. You might have to develop some skills you don't have. You're definitely going to have to do something you're scared of. Is it too big? I don't think so. Uh, I can show you a million people that make 20 grand a month, virtually a million people, not just the hyperbole. There's millions of people that make $250,000 a year, tens of millions of people. So, so that's how you do it, right? You just say, okay, this is where, where I'm at. This is where I want to go. Okay. I want to go up here, but most people don't do that. They, they this is where I want to go. You're not going to do this because the move is so small. It's as painful to move from here to here as it is from here to here. The difference is there's no, there's a payoff up here and there's no payoff here. So you'll quit here because there's no payoff. And so the mistake I have made in my career, I thought too small. Number two, I got comfortable once I got close. I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. I just doubled. I'm so good because I get comfortable. And the third mistake was I shared big ideas with small people. Those are the three biggest mistakes that I've made in my career. Or some variation of those, right? Like people saving money. Basically, what you're saying is you're going to be well-to-do when you're old. You compromised on getting rich now because you don't think you can actually get rich right now. So you say, OK, I'm going to make sure I'm rich when I'm 68 years old. It's just compromise. People are compromising and they're comfortable. They make sense of how they're living. So the trick is, one, be persistent. And number two, never make sense of where you're at in life. Like you have to get disgusted with this addiction that you have. 
this lie that you tell yourself that I'm doing all right and I should be happy. Maybe not. Maybe you should be disgusted because you have all this potential that you're not testing with the world. So this is a little trick I play with myself. So Grant, when you're thinking this way, especially in today's market environment, there's so much volatility going around. People are talking about recession. You know, we have the election coming up next year. We don't know. We have high inflation. Are you still able to build up wealth if you're starting from nothing or from, you know, from maybe a little bit of small wealth to continue to build it up? And are you able to gain that traction in today's market? 100% you get. No, without a doubt. Okay. The economy should have nothing to do with the results of your, you know, the things that I'm talking about. Like I always start at nothing. Every day I start over at nothing. So I don't start today with, oh, I got a billion dollars or I got $4 billion worth of real estate. And we got another business worth $3 billion. And I got a couple hundred million dollars of cash sitting in one bank. I got all these businesses that are cash. I don't wake up saying I have all those things. I wake up every day saying I have zero. I start today with nothing. And I accumulate throughout the day. I want new friends, new haters, a new network, new attention. I'm going to do a new podcast with Eileen today, get a new audience. I want some new ideas. It's a new day, man. Everything about today is brand new. I'll never, ever do today again. And tomorrow I get to start at zero again. Now, along the way, I'm accumulating a bunch of hopefully more successes than failures. And it gives me more confidence to walk into tomorrow. It's not always like that, though. Look, most of my days are like, uh, I rate every day I have. I come home, driving home. What was today? Most of my days are like fours and fives, which are failure days. They're not good days. I'm not happy with a four or five. I rarely ever have a nine. I had two last week. You know, if you saw the show Undercover Billionaire, I don't know if you saw it or not, but basically I got dropped off in a town. Discovery Channel said, hey, if we if you didn't have any money, how, how long would it take you to make a million dollars? I said, uh, I don't know. No money. What, what, else, what, what are the other restrictions? Can't use your name either. OK, what else? Uh, we're going to drop you off someplace you've never been before. OK, I can't use my name. I have no money. Do I have a place to live? No. Do I have water? No. Food? No. Good. How long would it take? About 60 days. I'll make a million dollars. And they said, hey, would you be willing to bet on that? I said, sure, bro, bro, get your cameras ready. Let's go. They dropped me off in Pueblo, Colorado. I assumed the name of Lewis Curtis. I had 90 days. I built a five and a half million dollar business. I had no place to live, no food, no water, didn't use my name, didn't use my credit card and never used the hundred dollars. But I know how to do it. I knew I could do it. Why? I had a target. I knew what my target was. I quantified the target. And then I went and met the people that could make the, the target a reality. And lastly, I didn't spend any time with anyone that could not contribute to my target. Like there was zero time for me to spend time with broke people. If you want to move from broke to something, you have to leave the group you're with. Okay. When I wanted to no longer use drugs, you have to leave the drug dealer and the drug addicts alone, right? If you want to leave poverty, you got to leave poverty. If you want to leave comfortable, you got to get rid of all your comfortable buddies, your friends, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, everybody that's happy with the way you're doing because they don't want you to change. See, they love you just the way you are. They even tell you that verbatim. I love you just the way you are. Never change. And you're like, dude, I do not love me the way I am and I have to change. But they don't want you to change, Eileen. They want you to stay the way you are. And so they're comfortable with it. Of course, they don't want you to change ever. Like. 
we do a hundred workshops a year for people that want to come like turn it up. 70% of the people by survey that come to our workshops say that their partner did not want them to go. And the other 30% didn't come. So, you know, they didn't want them to go. If they really want, if you really wanted me to go, you'd come with me. So if you really supported my business, you would buy my products, not give me a hug, you know? So anyway, I know I'm confronting a lot right there in that one question, but if you want to leave zero, go to zero and don't spend any time with anybody that has zero and go spend time with people that can add zeros. So Grant, when you were building up that $1 million, and if you looked back to when you first started and you were in the process of building up your first million dollars, do you think that was more challenging from going to zero or negative money to $1 million or $1 million to $1 billion? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, dude, the first million dollars is, you know, it's hard because you don't know. I didn't have the target locked in. I never had a target to be a millionaire. I don't think I've ever said that on a podcast, but I never, I, I was never thinking about being a millionaire. All I wanted was $10,000 a month in passive income. I said, if I could ever get a hundred grand to earn 10%, I would have $10,000 a month in passive income. No, no, I'd have 10,000 a year in passive income. And to me in 1983, I'm like, shit, I'll be rich. So I never dreamed of being a millionaire. I never dreamed of being a, a business owner. I never dreamed of having partners. I never thought about having uh, 12,000 apartments. I never thought about billions. I don't even know if I knew what the word billion dollars meant as a term until maybe as a concept. It's even like a goal or a target until maybe seven, eight years ago. I just didn't think like that. Why? Because my environment did not talk about that kind of stuff. The environment I grew up in talked about how grateful we all should be for because we have our health and we have food and we have a roof over our head. That was the pitch made to me on a daily basis. So Grant, how did you start building up your network to surround yourself with the people who are thinking the bigger things and to help get your mindset thinking bigger and 10xing your life? I started paying. I started paying people money to spend time with people. I mean, if you want to get in the country club, you, you buy a membership. This is the oldest, easiest hack in the world. Nobody's going to invite you to the club. I remember a man invited me to a country club once. He's like, hey, I'll bring you one time. After that, you got to decide whether you want to be a member or not. So you can either work there and serve water. You can mow the lawns. You can hear about your buddies going there, or you can just buy a damn membership. People should buy memberships. It is the greatest wealth hack on planet Earth. Buy your way in. If you don't have the money, borrow your way in. Okay. People buy, they'll borrow money for a house. They'll, they'll borrow money for a car. They'll borrow money for a vacation. They'll borrow money for their kids to go to college, but they will not, for some reason, use the credit card to improve their network. And your network is the fastest hack to your net worth uh, than your house, your education, anything, certainly in the car you drive. Join us for the final installment in part three. We're exploring how entrepreneurs stay grounded, uncovering Cardone Capital's incredible $4 billion growth, sharing crucial real estate investing tips, and unlocking the true power of the 10x principle. This conclusion is packed with invaluable knowledge that will take your real estate journey to the next level. You don't want to miss it. And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. 
Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate? We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. If you're anything like Zayla and me and believe that real estate investing is a great way to create passive income and build long-term wealth, check out our free apartment syndication due diligence checklist for passive investors at bonavestcapital.com forward slash checklist. Zayla and I created this checklist for ourselves as we evaluated different multifamily syndication opportunities as a passive investor. So we would love to share it with you so you can use it as a resource as well. Download your free copy today at bonavestcapital.com forward slash checklist. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonavestcapital.com and fill out the contact us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.